Eight Money Challenges for Women. And this podcast episode is not just for women, but also for men, family members, employers, and the entire society. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Happy Women's Month! Yes, that's right. It's already March, and as we all know, we celebrate Women's Month during the month of March. As a matter of fact, there's even a Women's Day, and that happens to be March 8, 2023. So, uh, happy, happy Women's Month, Women's Day to all the women out there, the fabulous kababaihan. Okay, so we are going to discuss money challenges for women you know money is already a very challenging thing to deal with diba but still there are additional challenges that we face as women what does it take for a woman to have a high fq to be a high fq lady a high fq mom a high fq girl what does it take for her to be good with money and live a financially happy life. Although there shouldn't be much of a difference between the genders, whether you're a male or a female, when preparing for a financially healthy life, a closer look at specific money situations point to some disadvantages. Totoo, lugi, kalugihan, resulting in money challenges for women. So let's try to imagine. Let's imagine uh, a friend of ours who is clueless about money matters because she's used to being taken care of by her husband who just passed away or your office mate who refuses to face her looming bankruptcy due to huge credit card debts or maybe your old maid aunt who never worked a day in her life and expects her relatives to take care of her financial needs the way that your lolo and lola did. Diba may mga ganon sa mga, mga family setting eh. Or maybe your teacher in grade school who is now in Hong Kong or other countries working as a domestic helper, sending all her earnings to her children and husband who can't seem to keep a job. Or maybe your favorite tita who still insists on staying in, in her big house. Usually mga minana, mga ancestral homes, no? even if she can't afford to pay for its maintenance anymore. So maraming mga kwentong ganon. And we're not just talking of um, yung, mga parabang, yung mga typical basket cases. Ano? We're talking about smart competent and in most cases even very accomplished women who look confident capable and fine on the outside but are worried sick about money matters on the inside there are a lot of them 
in our midst that we don't know about simply because, you know, women are good at hiding problems, sabi nila, no? In fact, some have mastered the skill that they've concealed these problems even from themselves. Usually, um, pwedeng, pwedeng knowingly or unknowingly. You see, women will take care of other people's problems first before their own. So, let's now uh, discuss the eight money challenges and disadvantages, you know, a disadvantages against women when it comes to money matters. Number one, gender pay gap. Women are paid less than men for similar jobs held. Yes, kahit exacto-exacto, generally speaking, mas malaki ang bayad na binibigay sa kalalakihan. This may have probably originated from the roles that society assigned to the genders back in the kopong-kopong days. Diba? The man works outside the home to earn money while the woman works at home taking care of the household with no remuneration attached to it. Diba? Walang nilalagay na value, walang bayad, walang... Hindi natin kinakwantify o minimonetize yung value na trabaho na ginagawa ng babae at home. Moreover, education was not available to women before. So, the first jobs given to them when they started entering the workforce were those not requiring high skills and with lower pay. Siguro nagkasa na yan na, no? This was carried on into the modern world such that even if men and women now occupy the same jobs, the gender pay gap persists. Another reason could really be employer preference. Higher pay given to males because they will not take maternity leave and similar leaves. In the U.S., there were, uh, in the U.S. where there's uh, 2022 data available, I'm going to tell you what I found out there. Now, the gender pay gap is 82 cents to a dollar in favor of men. And this is based on Pew Research Center. What does it mean? So, kada one dollar na binabayad a sueldo for males, they are only paying 82 cents to females, holding the same position, given the same function. Hindi makatarungan, di ba? So that is really uh, an outright discrimination. Note that in 2002, so 20 years prior to, do, to this 82 to a dollar uh, pay gap, it was 80 cents, <laughs> showing that it took two decades, 20 years to improve the inequality by a measly two cents. Can you imagine one cent per decade? With this rate of improvement, it will take us 180 more years to close the gap. Can you imagine that? This is terrible. In the Philippines, I couldn't find a very similar study, but the one at, that I saw talks about, uh, this is a study by the Philippine Institute for Development Studies, PIDS, in 2022, it shows that women earn 18.4% less than men in 
less than men in digital jobs, indicating a similar disparity with that of the 82 cents to a dollar. Hindi ba? So grabe, this is really mind-boggling. I, I do remember having seen uh, a video by Melinda Gates for the Gates Foundation and it was discussed something like this, sabi nga parang, I don't know if I remember it correctly. Parang it, it will take us like 200 years na na-shock yung mga people that they interviewed because they were asking people, when do you think shall we bridge that gap? Shall we narrow or even close the gap, the gender pay gap? So people were probably saying five years, ten years. Hindi <laughs> nila alam, just ko. Mga siglo pala ang hihintayin natin. Okay, so that's the first one, the gender pay gap. And then let's go to the second one. Work interruptions. Because nature designed women to carry the child in pregnancy. Na alam nyo, side comment lang to. Dati, when I was a little girl, I would imagine na, na sana yung pregnancy is similar to the gender of your child. Yung hindi mo alam until... <laughs> Until it is conceived. So, para bang if a man and woman decide to have a child, it will be a surprise who will get pregnant. Pwedeng si woman, pwedeng, pwedeng si husband, pwedeng si wife. Di ba ang saya sana nun? Talagang masasabi nyo na, we are pregnant. Okay, so going back. So, because nature designed women to carry the child in pregnancy, and women are generally better wired to do child rearing, the woman takes off from work to do this important task for society. So, sila ay nagma-maternity leave. But on top of the maternity leave, oh, which by the way is now 105 days in the Philippines with an option to extend an additional 30 days without pay, and an additional 15 days now for solo mothers. So the question is, on top of the maternity leave, who is the default parent to take a leave when the child needs someone to bring him to the hospital or attend a parent-teacher conference and other activities? Sino? It's the mother. It's the mudra. And because of this, women leave their jobs or put a hold on their career, usually resulting in a disadvantage in terms of earning capacity. Moreover, because of the maternity leave for women, parang nag, ano to, ha, it, they, they affect each other. Diba, kanina we discussed that there is a preference for, probably there is also a preference for male employees because nga, they don't have to take maternity leaves. So parang, nag affect each other pa. Okay? So, that's work interruptions. Let's go to number three. Caring for elders. So, on top of the fact that they, most of the time, they're the ones really who give the primary care for their own children, women are somehow expected to take care of their elderly parents as compared to their male siblings. Diba? Ay, nako. Again, this may lead to work interruptions and also additional financial burden for the women, especially in families where money is not openly talked about. 
So, diba, syempre, they're the ones taking care of their elderly parents na. So, they may also end up shouldering some of the related costs if they are not able to discuss the matter openly with other siblings. Now, let's go to number four. The challenge of earning more than their husbands. Okay, ito, medyo controversial ito, no? If a man earns way more than his uh, wife, everything and everyone is cool about it, diba? But if it's the other way around, it may be a source of struggle. Husbands of women who earn more than they do are prone to being unfairly ridiculed as Andres or yung mga underdesaya, diba? Or hand-packed husbands. Nobody wants this. Of course, the husband would hate it, not even the wife. And I suspect sometimes some wives are willing to decelerate their career movement para magsuslow down muna sila just so the husband could catch up. Di ba ang sad nun, ano? But it, it's a reality na kasi eh, it, it's easier on the eyes and the opinions of society and eh, that the husband's earning more. Moreover, in households where the wife is the one na earning more than the husband, she's still the one expected to do the household management that could add stress to her job, something that her male counterpart will never have to worry about, diba? Kung hadbaba yung lalaki, ako na yung nagtatrabaho sa labas, syempre pagdating ko ng bahay, relax, relax na lang ako. Not so if the woman is the main breadwinner. So that's number four. Let's go to five. Women live longer than men. In the Philippines, the life expectancy of males is 70.2 years, while that of females is 74 years, according to world data. That's almost four years longer. As we may rejoice about having longer lives than our male counterparts, we also have to be concerned that we have to prepare a larger retirement nest egg compared to them, compared to the males. Diba? So parang isipin mo yan, ano? We have to prepare for a larger retirement nest egg from our lower salaries that we earned during a shorter period of time. Whew! Sobra naman hindi lang double whammy to, ha? triple whammy na to talaga, no? Let's say that again. You will have to prepare for a larger retirement nest egg compared to your male counterparts from your lower salaries and that you earn during your shorter work periods. Kung hindi pa ba naman challenge yan, ewan ko na. Number six, women are usually left to take care of the children when the marriage ends. So in a country where there are no clear-cut policies for child support, that are easily implemented once the marriage breaks down, women usually, we usually see mothers fending for their children's needs, diba, with little or no help from the male parents. Ito nga ang ano eh, this is the irony of it all eh. It is 
actually more of those who are earning less. Siyempre, they cannot afford anymore to hire good lawyers to be able to get what is due to them and their children. Kasi talagang may, may katungkulan pa rin yung, yung husband eh, to, to give um, sustento to the children and even to the wife. So what happens kung medyo wala nang kaya, hindi na lang niya kinukuha. And sometimes the, the reason could also be emotional. We would hear single women say something like, um, I don't want to have anything to do with him anymore, so I will just take care of my children's needs. So again, that's another burden for the women when it comes to money matters. Let's go to seven. Women are not confident about investing. Women are good with budgeting. They also have the propensity to save more in terms of percentage to their income. But how come when it comes to investing, they shy away from it? lacking confidence in actively getting involved in the essential element of FQ called investing. So if you want to know more about this, you can just head on to fqmom.com. I've written about this, that actually women have uh, the, the temperament of being a good investor. Yung hindi tayo masyadong mayabang, wala konti, mas konti ang testosterone, we analyze, marami marami yan. Anyway, so let's go to the eighth and the final challenge. Women are nurturers such that they look after the needs of others first before their own. This is really very positive, altruistic trait, and it's actually good for society in general. But when left unchecked, it may bring trouble to the female population. Okay, so... Diyan po ang eight challenges when it comes to money matters para sa ating mga kababaihan. Let's have a rundown again. One, gender pay gap. Two, work interruptions. Three, caring for elders is usually passed on to us. Four, the challenge of earning more than their husbands. Na sometimes parang Subconsciously, nag-decelerate tayo. Five, women live longer than men. Six, women are usually left to take care of the children when the marriage ends. Seven, women are not confident about investing. And eight, women are nurturers such that they look after the needs of others first before their very own. So, these are just some of the money challenges women face that really society should openly talk about so that we can address the unfavorable situations that we are in. Because you know, women are the bedrock of our society. And it is crucial that they should be empowered in all aspects of life, including their financial well-being. Because... When you empower women, you empower the whole society. So I do hope that you got some useful insights, especially now that it's Women's Month. And I am wishing you all a really, really high FQ. 
lalo na sa mga kababayan. And as I said earlier, hindi lang to pang babae. Ha? Pasan nyo to sa mga lalaki, na mga decision makers, mga employers, at lahat talaga. This is, uh, this is really something for society to tackle because ultimately, it's the entire society that will benefit if we are able to have financially healthy women in this world. If you want to know more about Financial Quotient, just head on to our website, that's fqmom.com, or you can also visit our YouTube channel, fqmom. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as fqmom. I do hope that you are already subscribed to this podcast, and do tell me what else you want me to discuss, not just for this month of um women which is march but in the next months to come so maraming maraming salamat po this has been rose fresh fausto ang inyong fq mom at kasama sa mga kababaihan ng mundo wishing you all a high fq